Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single one of my daily episodes. We're in a path right now of going through the five outstanding questions that Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany asked last Friday at the White House press briefing. She posed these questions to mainstream media journalists who are so incurious about what happened during the Obama administration with the targeting of General Michael Flynn and the effort to essentially handicap to cripple the uh, Trump campaign and the transition and ultimately his presidency. So yesterday we talked about Kaylee's first question and I was able to go through the facts around what the media should be able to discover and to further chase down if they were at all interested in actually performing the duties of their jobs, but they're not. So we're going to continue going through all of these questions with you. Today we're going to talk about the second question that Kaylee McEnany posed to the mainstream media. The second question is, why was Lieutenant General Michael Flynn unmasked by Obama's chief of staff, Joe Biden, Susan Rice, and others? And crickets from the mainstream media. I did some quick research to see if there's much developing, particularly in this news story today, and most of the articles are going back uh, at least a week ago, if not even more. And I did read an article in NPR, which of course is taxpayer supported. And it was so funny that the language that they used was so biased towards the Obama administration and the examples that they used, the people they asked for for comments, it was so biased towards accepting the Obama administration's narrative of facts wasn't even funny. Uh, but the most interesting news that's happened on this particular issue was Richard Grinnell, as one of his last acts as acting director of national intelligence, decided to declassify another tranche of documents related to the origin of the Russian probe. And in these documents is apparently the transcripts of some of the calls between Lieutenant General Michael Flynn and the Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak that is at the center of all of this kerfuffle of by the Obama administration trying to push forward the investigation of General Flynn with the hope that he would either get fired by the White House or he would be prosecuted or he would be tarnished because as we've discussed on this show before, KT McFarlane, who was the assistant to General Flynn, she said that Michael Flynn knew where all the bodies were buried. And we had the opportunity to go through some of those examples of what Michael Flynn was involved in when he was in charge of intelligence during the Obama administration before President Obama fired him. And then he started working with candidate Donald Trump and talked about the terrible foreign policy of the Obama administration, of which he knew a lot about. So you can see why President Obama told Donald Trump 
in the first meeting that they had after the 2016 presidential election, Obama told Trump, do not hire Michael Flynn. He should not be part of your administration. And that just demonstrated the level of fear and worry that the Obama administration had about General Flynn and what he would be able to do, not only unwind the bad decisions of the Obama administration, but also point to some of the real problems that were plaguing the Obama administration. So when we find this news that Richard Grinnell has declassified some of these documents, it will be up to the new Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe, to decide whether to make these public. And there's no reason not to make these uh, transcripts and documents public because this is something of very important concern to the American public. And at this point, we don't need to worry about privacy so much because General Flynn's privacy has been completely, completely uh, trampled on. So when we're talking about how we're going to move forward as a society, we need to understand why the Obama administration unmasked General Flynn dozens and dozens of times. The other development in this case is that Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina has requested that the intelligence community report back to Congress, back to the Senate, to the Senate Intelligence Committee, about how many times members of the Trump campaign, the Trump transition team, and the, the Trump uh, administration were targets of investigation by our intelligence community. How many times were they unmasked by members of the Obama administration? So those are two really important news developments. Richard Grinnell uh, declassifying these documents surrounding the origins of the Russia probe and particularly related to the calls that General Flynn had with the Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak and also Senator Graham calling for the release of this information to the Senate about people who were part of the Trump campaign, the Trump transition, and the Trump administration. Were they targets of the investigation and unmasking? And Senator Graham is asking for specific information about that. You might remember I was talking about how biased that NPR interview was. And let me give you an example of that. One of the critical pieces of this entire setup of General Flynn was a leaked interview that was given from a White House official or a White House administration official to the Washington Post, to columnist David Ignatius, who wrote a column based on this information. And in the NPR article, it talks about how a White House official in the final days of the Obama administration revealed to the Washington Post that Flynn spoke with Russia's ambassador to the U.S. during the transition. Revealed? NPR would never talk about that if the parties on the people who were doing the revealing were released. This was a leak. It was not only a leak, uh, leaks of classified information, there are felonies. And the left now is trying to argue that it's not a problem, it's not a crime, because for that particular call, as we discussed in a prior episode, Flynn was not actually unmasked because he was maybe the target of this counterintelligence 
intelligence probe. And so the left is trying to argue that there was no felony involved because this information was not mass. Well, that's not a correct representation of the law. Even if a U.S. citizen is not masked, that information is still classified, and you can't go running off to the Washington Post to try and destroy your political opponents by making these leaks. That's why we have classified information laws in the very first place. So back to this question, why was Lieutenant General Michael Flynn unmasked by Obama's chief of staff, that is Dennis McDonough, Joe Biden, who was the vice president at the time and is still in the political arena. So obviously he has an interest in trying to advance the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party's election uh, opportunities and uh, potentialities and Susan Rice and others. And so I pulled off, of course, the document that Richard Grinnell was able to put out into the public so that we can read it ourselves. And you look at who asked just for General Flynn to be unmasked, the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Samantha Power. There were six times, seven times that she made specific requests, as the records show, to unmask General Flynn. We look at the U.S. Ambassador to Italy and the Republic of San Marino, John R. Phillips. He asked for General Flynn to be unmasked. The Secretary of Treasury, Jacob Liu. The Acting Assistant Secretary Treasury, Arthur Danny McGlynn. The Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary Treasury, Mike Newfeld. The Deputy Secretary of the Treasury, Sarah Raskin. The Undersecretary of the Treasury, Nathan Sheets, and the Acting Undersecretary of the Treasury, Adam Zubin. And of course, I mentioned earlier, Obama's Chief of Staff, Dennis McDonough, and the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, right here on this list. And this is something that the media, if the political parties involved in this terrible setup of General Flynn, if the political parties were reversed, you would see the media at this like a dog with a bone. They would not let it up. They would constantly chase it down. And I'm reminded when they were trying to take down Sarah Palin and a reporter rented a house next to her house so that he could watch her comings and goings all the time. And Sarah Palin was never even accused of anything even slightly criminal. They just hated her because she was a, she was a successful conservative woman. So I would like to see some sign of life by the mainstream media in doing their jobs and chasing down these five questions that should be asked to former President Obama, to Vice President Joe Biden. There will be many opportunities to ask him these questions. And all these other people who served in the Obama administration and are constantly on cable news, MSDNC and CNN, asking them these five questions. I'm not going to hold my breath to see that, but we've covered two of them. We'll cover the next three over the next three days. And thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you will subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single daily episode. Hit the bell and please comment down below on what you think we can do to make sure that the media starts doing their job or is it just a lost cause?
Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.